elevators of the John setting. Sensei playlist. Sensei playlist. Oh, Bob Odenkirk is back to work on Better Call Saul. Oh, wow. And now John Senning with John's Joints giving you other relevant news stories while I, underneath them, will play lullaby versions of popular songs. I can't tell you how much easier it is to read the emotions on the face of one John Senning since he done got his peepers fixed. I, I really can't even put into words what it feels like because it's a mixture of medicine and magic. I mean, just to think that I went in and in less than four hours, I never have to wear glasses ever again and I've got 20-20 vision. It is, it, it's almost beyond me. But that's because of Optograph Laser Vision. I went on on Friday. Uh, I, had, I had an amazing time. I, I found myself actually missing some of the staff from Optograph Laser Vision because I feel like we connected so much. Uh, I went in for the procedure. Dr. Optograph, uh, also referred to as the goat of LASIK, the third doctor in America ever to perform the procedure. He's created a lot of the technology that they use to do this procedure. So if you're going to do it, get the best of the best. And currently they're offering a thousand dollars off and a free consultation. So give them a call 727-551-2020 or book online today at www.lasik, the number four me.com. So we've been talking a bit about uh, 9-11 and everything that comes with it. This is the 20th anniversary. So I don't think it's too far-fetched to be a little concerned. That is an angle of this that that you're not hearing a lot of people talk about, but the people who are supposed to be thinking about it are. And New York City is preparing for an elevated threat environment on the 20th anniversary of the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attack uh, Saturday. And that is because of the recent Kabul airport bombing and what they're calling in Increased Al-Qaeda propaganda, though they say there are currently no specific threats. We have developed a robust security overlay for the upcoming ceremony marking the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attack. That's from Martin Matarasso. He's the chief of NYPD's Counterterrorism Bureau and said Wednesday during the mayor's uh, daily press briefing, we will be using all of our counterterrorism resources to ensure a safe event. Those tools include explosive detection canines, uniformed police presence by the former site of the Twin Towers, heavy weapons teams, explosive detection instruments, a bomb squad, license plate readers, radiology. Uh, oh, wait. You got this, bro. Radiological and chemical sensors. Not perfect, but it, you Who understand is? what I'm saying. And chemical sensors uh, with surveillance cameras. So. I mean, we've made it through 19 anniversaries without any major attacks. Let's hope we can keep that streak alive because in a time, uh, at this current time uh, in history of the United States of America, the last thing we need is some sort of terrorist attack on our soil again. Mm -mm. And, um, you know, I, I, I trust that everything's in place. It does make me concerned that things are a little unstable over in the Middle East, maybe a little more unstable than they've been, and that the Taliban is seems to be, uh, you know, running things over there. And not only are they running things there, some of the guys that are really running things, we let out of prison. Four of the five Taliban members released from Guantanamo Bay by the Obama administration in 2014 in exchange for admitted U.S. Army deserter Bo Bergdahl are currently part of the Islamic fundamentalist group's new hardline government 
in Afghanistan, and that's according to local media reports out of Afghanistan. The four members of the so-called Taliban Five who have joined the new government are Acting Director of Intelligence Abdul Hakwasik, Acting Minister of Borders and Tribal Affairs Narula Nuri, Deputy Defense Minister Mohammed Fazul, and Acting Minister of Information and Culture. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Kairula Karakaka. Okay. The fifth member of the Taliban Five, Mohammed Nabi Omari, was appointed governor of the Eastern Province last month. So you listen to this podcast, and I know the story roughly, but I have a feeling you know it much better. So how did a guy deserting the U.S. military somehow lead to us letting terrorists out of Guantanamo Bay for his well-being? It's an insane story. He was a deserter. He just flat out walked off the base into the arms of Al-Qaeda, and uh, we ended up trading a bunch of dudes for him, and now those dudes are in power in, uh, so, in Afghanistan. So when he walked away, yeah. he just walked away yeah. thinking that he could walk into the desert and start a new life for himself, and then all of a sudden got scooped up by the bad guys, or was he deserting to the point to where he was he was like cool with the bad guys? I don't think he was cool with the bad guys, but he definitely wasn't cool with being in the army any longer. Okay. Man. It's a great podcast. You should listen so, to it. So with you knowing, and I, I I listened to the first season of Serial and was riveted by it. Yeah. So I think I tried immediately for the second season. And it's just when you're in the world of Adnan and that whole thing, oh, yeah. it's a stark contrast to start digging into the next. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'd be better fit for it now. But people were pissed about this at the time, right? Unbelievably pissed. Well, Even the people who were looking for him said that they would rather kill him than find him. Yeah, that's my thought is that we were... Where do you stand on that? Should should we have let bad guys go in trade for a guy who was willing to desert his uh, his post? Funny you should ask. I didn't know how to feel when I was done with it, so I talked to my buddy Bill uh, yeah. from Porganic Barbecue, and I got some really good perspective on the obligation that we have to get a soldier back and how much one soldier's life is worth. But at the end of the day, when you look at it now, was it worth springing up a couple of guys who are now in charge of the Taliban government. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't either. I mean, it's 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 weird the value we can put on a, an American life with no, you know, no thought into what they've done or what they didn't do. Still, at that point, he was an American that we were willing to trade uh, some bad dudes being free for. So yep. hopefully it doesn't come back to bite us in the ass any more than it already has. Uh, we teased this yesterday at the end of the show. We didn't really get to it, and it's it's gone. It's, Gone a little further than I think most people were thinking. A mess of clouds and rain in the northeastern Gulf of Mexico has a better chance of to get organized before it slides over northern Florida. The National Hurricane Center gives the disturbance a 60% chance of becoming a tropical system in the next two days, up from 30% a day ago. Wednesday afternoon, the area of showers and storms was becoming better organized. Forecasters say it will move northeast and become a tropical depression as it reaches the northeastern Gulf. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy for us, but it could become, I believe, Mindy. This could could become Mindy overnight, and then it's going to kind of get into the panhandle. So maybe some rain and weather and some breezy conditions for us through tomorrow. Hopefully it has no effect on the kickoff to the NFL season, which is happening at Raymond James Stadium tomorrow night as the Buccaneers uh, will be taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. 
By the way, if you're online to talk about Bo Bergdahl, hang on until the end of the joints. We'll get to you, I promise. I appreciate your patronage. Thank you. So, Tom, it's very clear that Tom Brady loves Tampa Bay, and he's made it abundantly clear over the last couple weeks saying things like, I'll be here for a while. I don't think we have to try to figure out whether or not he's loving it here, but he did a really cool sit-down interview with WFLA where he kind of oozes and gooshes all over uh, the Tampa Bay area, Mm. and it's pretty damn cool to hear. Hey, Tom. Thank you. We have to start with Tampa. You've been here long enough now where you've probably gotten somewhat acclimated, but what do you think of Tampa Bay? We've had a great experience. You know, we've been here for about 18 months, so we live on the water. Um, Never had a chance to do that in the Northeast, so living on the bay has been beautiful. Uh, You know, the sun's amazing to be out here, the weather and the lifestyle, and it's really, I was saying earlier, it's it's a really close community of people, so... Once I kind of got my bearings about me where I was at, um, it's been really fun for our family. So we're really enjoying it. When I interviewed Gronk a few weeks ago, he said he loves that nobody really bothers him. He stops at a barber shop and gets his hair cut. I can't see you doing that, but do you find you don't get bothered either? It's really nice. You know, I think there's such a, you know, in in, in Boston where I was, there's it's very, um, it's very sports-centric. Here is as well, but in a different way, too. And I think there's a lot of other activities for people to do. So, you know, even when you're around driving around, there's so many other people out bike riding, rollerblading. They have their dogs. You know, people are on kayaks. People are paddle, paddle boarding. They're boating. So I think there's just a lot of different activities going on. So people aren't always focused, you know, on kind of, you know, where we're at. So it's been nice for me to live in a neighborhood and to have my kids ride bikes and feel like we're really safe and protected. What do you attribute that to in the Tampa Bay area? Because he, that could be perceived as a dig. I know that it wasn't because he's saying Boston is so sports-centric that they're just up your ass the entire time. Right. Is, is that actually the disconnect between Tampa Bay fans and sports? Or is there something quaint and lovely about the fact that maybe Tampa will leave their celebrities and their sports athletes alone a little bit more than most places? Both of those. I, I think we like our athletes a lot. We respect them a lot. But I think for the most part, we got a lot going on. And yeah. it's not like you're out there sniffing for celebs. If you were in South Tampa and you're having a nice meal at the Daily Eats and you look over and there's Gronk or Brady, you're probably just going to Raise a cup of coffee to them and let them go on about their business. Just be warned, uh, Mr. Gronkowski or Mr. Brady, if you're listening, I will bother you. I will accost you. I will come up to you. I will get into your space. I will try to start a friendship with you, and I will not be the average uh, member of the Tampa Bay community. And these aren't average athletes we're talking about. You're talking about the GOAT. You're not talking about a raised player. No offense. You know, you're not talking about, uh, you know, Josh Freeman here. Did anything surprise you about Tampa? I heard you in the last interview say yeah. you hadn't spent much time here. Yeah. I'd say whatever surprised me has been in a really good way. Um, you know, I, yeah, I thought it would be hot, but it, and it is, but I love the heat. You know, I realized growing up in California, I hadn't been there in 25 years. And now that we're living down here full time, it's, it makes a big impact on your day. Just some of the outdoor stuff, you know, taking, going for a, a walk with my dogs, you know, at night. Um, you know, going golfing in January, February, March. Hell yeah. So many of those things we didn't get a chance to do. So now I'm really enjoying those things. And the family, the kids, they like it? They're having a great time. They yeah. Are. Wife loves it. Um, 
I got to say, I think Tom is going to be here forever. I think that he could very well segue into, and maybe when he's old, 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 they'll do all the things they need to do with the Patriots, retire the number, have him out, all that. But I, I personally see Tom Brady in the immediate years after his retirement being more connected to Tampa and the Buccaneers than I do him being connected to the Patriots. Because I think this crew of coaching and everybody, I think it will just snowball into the future. I think our next head coach is Todd Bowles. I think that this era is going to move forward in a way uh, that maybe people didn't think was possible, that it was just going to be a one-off. But I think Tampa Tom is the real deal and that he's going to be connected to the Buccaneers for a long, long time. I hope so. I'd like to think at least. Is Britney free? Britney Spears' fight to end her court-ordered conservatorship took an unexpected turn yesterday when her father and the conservator of her her estate, Jamie Spears, he filed a petition to end the arrangement. In a court filing that has been obtained by CNN, the elder Spears cited the daughter's pleas at two separate court hearings over the summer in his request to terminate the 13-year conservatorship. It goes on to say, recent events related to this conservatorship have called into question whether circumstances have changed to such an extent that grounds for establishment of the conservatorship may no longer exist. Ms. Spears has told this court that she wants control of her life back without the safety rails of a conservatorship. And it goes on to pretty much say, I'm willing to give her that. If this guy is really as evil as we've kind of been led to believe and was holding her almost against her will, she said she couldn't change uh, without somebody being there, every aspect of her career being uh, controlled, what could change? Do you think maybe there was a closed-door meeting where she agreed to let him run off with a chunk of change? What could change to have this supposedly evil man now be the one behind requesting for it all to end? Um, evil dies in the light. And I think maybe the more eyes that get on this situation, the more Jamie realizes that uh, he ain't looking too good. So maybe he took a, a good chunk of the money and he's going to run. Maybe. The Elder Spears has served as the conservator of his daughter's estate since it was established in 2009. It's so weird, the breakdown of the conservator, because it's you can be the conservator of the estate and also of the person. He was both, which means he oversaw her health and medical issues until he stepped aside in 2019. Uh, that's when this Jody Montgomery was appointed uh, temporarily. So, hey, I think the Internet and podcasts and other things when it comes to crime and real life things can have an impact. And I think this is another example with that. Uh, we saw with that Kristen Smart podcast, uh, Your Own Backyard. Yeah. And I think we're seeing a little bit of that when you get enough people riled up and talking about something. Uh, it's not just entertainment at that point. It nope. can have effect. And I think the hashtag Free Britney movement has been a major, major uh, factor Good. in getting it to end. Happy for her. And let's hope that she now can actually hand herself because that would be a really sad story if she's now, uh, you know, kind of left free uh, to her own devices and it doesn't go the way that everybody thought, but I wish her luck. Me I really too. do. More, uh, more topless photos, please, on Instagram. I mean, that's you know, that's if that's how how she wants to do it, then that's how she wants to do it. I want to encourage her free expression. Uh, let's just call it like it is. Ron DeSantis is taking L's, and, and he's taking L's in every which way you look. Whether you want to look at the the lawsuit that he had with the cruises. He took an L. You want to look at the at the just the vaccine passports. Realize that every other uh, venue and place in the state of Florida is making people show their vaccination status to the the lawsuit that your sister is involved with with the mask mandate. Yeah, L's across the board. 
So what a better time than now for Fauci to hop on CNN and rail against the governor of uh, Florida than now. I've got a clip from DeSantis sharing his opinions on the vaccine and a response immediately on CNN from Dr. Fauci. Mm. The vaccines have helped people ward off severe illness. Um, and you know, we obviously work very hard to distribute it. At the end of the day, though, it is what somebody, it's about your health and whether you want that protection or not. It really doesn't impact uh, me or anyone else. That's false. Please explain to folks listening Absolutely. right now why that's false. Well, I mean, I, I didn't hear him very well for, from the sound, but I mean, if he feels that vaccines are not important for people, that they're, they're just important for some people, that's, that's completely incorrect. Vaccination, Jim, has been the solution to every major public health issue in which a vaccine was developed for. I mean, smallpox, polio, measles. I'm not sure what people are talking about when they push back on vaccinations. It is historically, over decades and decades and decades, shown to be the way you control an infectious disease. Do you think there's any physical activity? Because I don't think in a fist fight, because Dr. Fauci is older, uh, and, and you know I don't want to see him get hurt, but do you think there's any sort of physical activity that Dr. Fauci could beat Ron DeSantis in? And I'm open to anything. It can be archery. Darts. It can be, oh, darts. Uh, you wouldn't look at a Ted Lasso and think that he could beat uh, what's her name's awful ex-husband. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a pretty good one. I'd love to see just to kind of bring the temperature down in in the you know across the country and really here in the state of Florida, like a uh, an, a mini Olympics where it's Ron DeSantis versus Fauci and they do a, a kayak race and then they do uh, you know darts and then maybe yeah. some cornhole and then maybe bar Olympics. Yeah, like a bar Olympics, maybe a potato sack race sure. or something like that, just to really kind of bring the temperature of things down and then there. There's something in place. You know, if Fauci wins, Ronnie D will stop selling the Don't Fauci My Florida t-shirts on his website. And if if Ron wins, then, you know, Fauci will, you know, stop misleading the public in general. Something like that. We as human beings do not grasp how possible it is to be struck by lightning. Yeah. We absolutely do not. I think that when somebody talks about being struck by lightning, it's it's feels like one of the rarest things that can ever happen, but that's just not the case. And the tragic truth showed itself locally yesterday. A 19-year-old was killed by a lightning strike Tuesday afternoon. According to East Manatee Fire and Rescue, the man was struck just before 3 p.m. while he was working on a roof at a home along Skipjack Loop. The man was pronounced dead at the scene. His identity was not released. Uh, in a post from a good friend of the show and hell of a meteorologist, Paul Delegato, mm. uh, lone lightning strike at least five miles from the parent thunderstorm killed a 19-year-old man working on a, lo- a roof in Lakewood Ranch. Uh, if you hear thunder, you are close enough to a thunderstorm to get struck. Zero percent of Florida roofers are going to climb down off a roof if they hear a lightning or a thunderclap from five miles away. I think you're absolutely right. So I don't know if you know the details of this, and I won't say their name, but we have a coworker. Remember, we found out that their house was struck by lightning. Yeah. So it was worse than we knew. I saw her at that little gathering. So it the lightning went through her body and like damaged her nerve. She had to go for some nerve treatment because the, she was holding her baby in her house. The house was struck by lightning and the charge went through the house 
into the chair and up through her body. And that's inside your own. I mean, I, I would assume that I'm safe in my own home. You would assume that. I, but it turns out, turns out you're not. Dad would always be like, get off the phone. Don't take a bath. Yeah, don't take a bath. Right. Now, that is something that I do wonder if it's an urban legend. Don't take a bath or a shower. Because what happens? If your whole building gets struck, does it then, like, does the water turn into to lightning water? Uh, I guess so. And you just have r- raining electricity down on you? I suppose. I didn't like taking baths anyway, so I was like, oh, no, <laughs> can't take a bath. You Now, wait, you didn't like to cleanse yourself or you didn't like the act of a bath I didn't like the act of a bath. But you'll be down with the shower. Yeah. Sure, showers are golden. These punk-ass kids these days, we've got uh, wannabe YouTubers causing havoc on the streets of Pinellas Park, uh, Largo area. Two teenagers were arrested in Largo on Saturday for conspiring to throw slushies at unsuspecting strangers. That's illegal. For prank videos, authorities say. Uh, According to the affidavit, oh, man. This is tougher than the Taliban. Zakaya Leonard uh, Antonio McKay had trespassed onto property on 81st Street and 60th Street and flung a Circle K Polar Pop at a person standing in the driveway. The cup was hurled with enough force to break and spill the contents all over the back of the victim, lawn equipment, and part of the resident's wall. Authorities said McKay and his 19-year-old friend, Rafael Mercado, had conspired to record the stunt so that it could be posted on YouTube and monetized. McKay admitted to the role in his prank, saying he had thrown a drink at a teenager a few days before and did not mean harm to anyone. Both teens were arrested on battery, conspiracy, and trespassing charges and booked into the Pinellas County Jail, the affidavit states. You little dickheads. I mean, how pissed are you on a scale from 1 to 10, legitimately pissed, if if you get a if you get a slushy thrown at the back of your head, um, I wouldn't shoot them, but I also wouldn't not go home and get a high powered slingshot with some of those really really big ass balls that you can shoot at people. Because it is it's it's a weird thing because it's not like anybody's gonna die or be even badly hurt, no. but something about it just really really pisses me off. Well, I can understand that someone's chucking a soda at your head. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's not like you could do any damage. It's not gonna hospitalize you, so you got to go see Doctor Pepper. Anything like that. I love Dr. Pepper. Me too. I've been on a uh, Tapa Chico kick. You ever drink one of those? No. Mineral water. Oh. It's so much. It is. I mean, no offense to everybody else who's drinking whatever carbonated water you are, the LaCroix, yeah. the Ahas, and all that. Dude, this Tapa Chico, huh. a completely suitable replacement for soda. Sparkling mineral water. I still haven't had my uh, Tahitian treat. Still Jones. I need to get you some of that. Thanks. So it, it, it's abundantly clear at this point. If you if you haven't accepted this, then you may be part of the problem. We are living in a simulation and things every single day get weirder and weirder. And I think my last two stories uh, show that perfectly clear, perfectly clear. Make that perfectly clear. Yep. This weekend, 58-year-old former boxing champion Evander Holyfield is set to take on former UFC champion Vitor Belfort. Oh. That alone, hey, it's kind of interesting. I thought that guy was old. I didn't know he could still fight. But it doesn't get interesting until you hear who will be doing play-by-play. Who? That is the former president, Donald Trump, who is going to provide live commentary on the fight. Apparently, Triller, who is putting on the fight, has tapped former president and his son, Donald Trump Jr., to provide commentary for the fight that can be played as an alternate audio feed for those who purchase the pay-per-view. I don't believe this. I, I, I think this was a publicity stunt. There, I, do, I don't think this happened. I, it seems 
too hard to believe, only because I feel that people would be knocking down his door to do things. And whether it would be sitting on a legitimate UFC fight, right. whether it would be, I don't know what they would be doing, but it does just seem small time. But that's kind of, love him or hate him, that's his world. Yeah. I mean, that those casino fight sure. just carny like vibe i mean he was around for the early wrestlemanias that they did at the trump uh whatever the hell they were in in new jersey so i can it's hard to believe that it's going to happen and if you asked him he'll say i love great fighters and great fights i look forward to seeing both this saturday night and sharing my thoughts ringside you won't want to miss this special event Mm. is that a money thing i don't know man. i mean how much money do you have to pay I would imagine it's deeper than that because it's at the Hard Rock yeah. uh, down south in Hollywood. So maybe it's he's got ties to the land or something. I don't. I just don't know what could sweeten the pot enough yeah. to uh, to get Donald Trump to do it. No, one, he's not doing it. You don't think so? No, no. But he said he was going to. Okay, he's a man of his word. Okay. Unlike our current president, um, <laughs> um, Steve from Blues Clues. Yeah, everybody is getting emotional. Over the return of Steve. So if you watched Blue's Clues as a child, one day the man that you loved and that you looked up to and helped Blue find his clues and solve all of the different puzzles, he was just gone. He went off to college and nobody ever heard of him ever, 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 ever again. Felt so abandoned. Well, it's the Blue's Clues 25th anniversary and Steve is back. I'll play the audio. Okay. Hi. You got a second? Sure. Okay. You remember how, when we were younger, we used to um, run around and hang out with Blue and find clues and talk to Mr. Salt, freak out about the mail and do all the fun stuff. And then one day I was like, oh, hey, guess what? Big news. I'm leaving. Yeah. Uh, this is my- Real quick. Was the story was that the, later on I I thought I learned that the story was he was ashamed and embarrassed by the fact that he was balding and didn't want to be on TV anymore. I mean that that's part of it, yeah. So that did that was legit. I think so. Okay, I wish he would have said that. My brother Joe, he's your new best friend, and then I got on a bus and I left, and we didn't see each other for like a really long time. Can we just talk about that? Great. Because I, I realized that, that that was kind of abrupt. Um, I just kind of got up and went to college. Yeah. If you want to hear the whole thing, it's at Nick Jr. On, on Twitter. But I have to say, I mean, it's good to see Steve back. And, and they're probably... Do you think legitimately that children formed some sort of abandonment issues? Because, I mean... Kids were invested in Blue's oh, yeah. Clues. Yeah, he was just gone it, one day. It was on every single day, and yep. he was talking directly to you. This wasn't like an imaginary I... land. It was as if you were there with him, and yep. you were trying to solve the you know, the mysteries with him in Blue, and then he was gone. Here's the mail. It, it never fails. It makes me want to grab my tail. When it comes, I want to well. Mail! I was probably too old to be watching Blue's Clues, and I still watched it. I had a kid, so. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I was a kid. Okay. A little older, though. Uh, I'm all burnt out. Drew Gobble Live, real quick. How can we help you? Yeah, hi, guys. It's Silas. How you doing? Hi, Silas. What's up, dude? Not much. I just wanted to have a, I just wanted to leave a comment about the Fauci thing. Please. Um, it's already been, it's it, it's already come out that he uh, that he lied before Congress and, pro- and perjured himself, so I don't trust him as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Fauci can eat a fat D with... Okay. Drew Gobble Live, hello. <laughs> hello. Hi. This is Ralph. I just, uh, I wanted to 
go back a little bit um, when you were talking about Bergdahl. Yeah. And I know it was a while ago, but this all relates. Okay. Uh, Master Sergeant Mark Allen was shot in the head while searching for Bergdahl. That's true. Six other troops were killed. Also true. On that mission. Yep. Master Sergeant Mark Allen survived 10 years in a vegetative state. He he oh just God. passed away last year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, it, you know, if we're going to talk about Bergdahl, um, I just wanted to say his name. Thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, so awesome. so there's a wide acceptance across the board that the juice was not worth the squeeze. Wide I mean, acceptance. We, we now have lost. I didn't know that. So yeah. we lost multiple people who were actually fighting for their country, doing what they signed up to actually do. Looking and, for a deserter. And, and now we have the guys who were released in the trade who seem to be kind of the new faces of the Taliban that, uh, oh. you know, the new Taliban, the, the much... Oh. The much lovelier, accepting version of the Taliban, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was a bad uh, deal. Let's come back and talk about Joe Rogan suing CNN uh, in Cool or Not Cool. John? Medi Weight Loss, the medically supervised program that keeps you accountable and keeps you losing weight. You may think, I'm going to lose some weight. I'll feel better because those extra LBs won't be on me. It's more than that. Your brain is clear. You have more energy. You will be amazed how great you feel when you lose that extra weight and you can do it with Medi Weight Loss. And they want to give bone listeners a free assessment. If you go to startmedi.com slash 1025 or call 877-MED-LOSS. Now, they do accept some insurances. So when you give them a call, Make sure you find out if they accept yours. Locations in South Tampa, Brandon, Lutz, Clearwater. Let them know you heard John Senny talking about it on True Garabo Live. It's True Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.